Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. All right, top of the hour, brought to you by our friends at Champies Chicken, ChampiesChicken.com, Highway 119 in Alabaster. More on Champies coming up a little bit this hour, but it's a perfect meal to go get for lunch or dinner or to take home to watch the big game tonight. Which brownie? Biggest game in the country, 16 Alabama, number 12 Auburn. Well, a guy that has played in this game before, you saw him in studio last night with the SEC Network, Richard Hendricks, former Alabama great, at R. Hendricks 35, he and the shooter, and Peter Burns in the studio last night. The shooter was on the show. Anytime he comes on the show, Richard, it is a wild, wild journey. I can imagine hanging with him for several hours watching hoops. It definitely is, but you know, the shooter needs a big man to throw it down to every once in a while, so uh, I had to join him in there and kick it back out to him and let him knock one down, but we had a good time in there uh, last night and uh, a lot of fun with some really good games. So we were talking about this earlier, Uh, rarely, and, and the numbers back this up, have both teams been this good at the same time, and as a guy that played in this game, I would imagine even though Auburn was a big rival, State was a big rival for you when you were at Alabama. Seeing these two programs being among the best in the SEC so consistently still has to warm your heart to see what this rivalry is. A guy that grew up in this state, what this rivalry is in basketball. I mean, I love it. I mean, you talk about you want to see Alabama and Auburn with high-level basketball. And not only is it just basketball from a team perspective, but you talk about individually. It's been some stars and NBA prospects in the recent matchup. You talk about Walker Kessler, Jabari Smith at Auburn, Brandon Miller, Noah Clowney in recent years, the last three SEC championships in high-level coaching, two different styles of basketball, too, that are exciting to watch. Uh, I think it's going to be another really good matchup. You know, Alabama winning the last three. Auburn's going to be hungry, and the jungle will definitely be uh, rocking in there. So it should be another good one. Richard, yesterday Bruce Pearl talked about how if they can hold Mark Sears down, they have a better chance of winning. Realistically, what does it look like to contain a player like Sears? Well, that's hard to do. You, you know, talking about Sears, I think him along with Dalton Connect, and you have to throw in Antonio Reeves, are in a really close race for the SEC Player of the Year. Um you're talking about a guy who's a 50, 40, 90 guy flirting with that 50% from two, 40% from three, and almost 90% from the free throw line. He's very, very strong. He loves to get out in transition, gets downhill, explosive when he gets around the basket and not afraid to finish amongst the bigs. And when you leave him open, he can knock down three balls. So, I mean, that has to be the game plan. He's definitely the, the straw that stares the drink with Alabama. But that's a much easier said thing to do uh, than, than to stop Mark Sears. As a guy who played the game, and Auburn had to deal with this on January 24th, and Alabama will deal with it tonight, all road games and road officiating, uh, is it perception or reality that maybe the home team gets a call or two more than the visiting team? Or is that just a, a thing you can't think about as a visiting player? Oh, uh, it definitely seems as a reality. Listen, you know, I, I coach my, my kids' team, eight-year-old eight and six-year-old. My, 
my eight-year-old was in the playoffs last night, and, and, and it seemed like there was some home cooking on the other <laughs> side with the Austin first round after being the number one seed. So, listen, I, I'm not over that just yet. So when you talk about being the road team and you show on the road, it does seem like the calls don't go your way. And you have to admit, the human element is part of the game. When the crowd gets into it and you see that controversial block charge call, and depending on where you are in the game, if the crowd is behind it, I would have to say that it seems like officials definitely lean towards making the call that's going to make it more comfortable than them when the crowd is on top of them. So when you're the home team, teams get on big runs, officiating definitely plays a role. Uh, but when you're coming into those games, you have to block that out. You have to know that's going to be that it's going to be the case, and you have to just play the game. Yeah, it was very physical over in Coleman Coliseum. Uh, did you ever find that officiating crews, the different crews, called things differently? Like they let them play a little bit in Tuscaloosa, and that may have helped Alabama out a little bit. Do you do you think officiating crews are, are different personality wise about how they let you play? They don't let you play certain ones. I, I think they do, and. and you know, oftentimes, if you want to be honest, I know a lot of times it seems like late calls that officials make play a role in the game. But if official really wanted to change the complexion of the game, they would do it in the very beginning. You'd get a couple cheap fouls called, some over the back, some moving screen early on in the game that would change the whole complexion with one of the better players. But it's a different game than when I played. The physicality was embraced in the low post. You're going to see a guard-heavy pick-and-roll action in today's game. So a lot of the fouls that you see are not necessarily going to be committed when you talk about the physical play. Uh, but at the same time, it's a saying you have as a player, and a lot of coaches will say this, you know, if you foul 20 times, the officials will call 20 fouls. If you foul 40 times, the officials will call 20 fouls. <laughs> so the team that goes out there and plays with the aggression will set the tone for the officiating and that will be how the game will be. They're not going to foul everybody in the game, but you got to play hard. Richard Hendricks with us for a few more moments of the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline, SEC Network, former Alabama great, at rhendricks35 on Twitter. Um, Nate Oates was talking about how loud the crowd gets at Neville Arena and how it affects communication. As a player, how does that manifest itself? Like, Give me examples of, of the difficulty of communicating on the road. Where can that crop up? Well, I'll tell you several examples of those. When you talk about teams and they change defenses, and particularly if they press or do some surprising, they've been playing man for a few possessions and then they switch the zone. If you have a player that's headed down an offensive transition with his head away from the point guard and he's not paying attention to the call that's being changed, that possession where they're not paying attention, you don't get the right play in, and you end up shooting a bad shot at the end of the shot clock without making the defense work, that kind of stuff leads into possessions that have been given away. And when you have really good basketball, uh, two really good teams, you cannot throw away a possession. You have to come down the court organized, knowing where the ball is going, recognizing what the defense is in, and then try to get a quality shot. If you shoot a bad shot, you might as well just count that as a turnover. So, the crowd noise definitely plays a factor. You have to be prepared for it. Point guard play and guard play has to be solid. They have to quarterback the team, make sure everyone's understanding. And when you're listening to your coach to give you some instructions in the timeout, understand that you have to be able to use that for several plays, several possessions, and be aware if he needs to make a change up on the fly. Very hard to do with a hostile crowd. Yeah, that's great insight. One more question about Auburn because the first time this game was played – 
There were there were a lot of people saying, why is Janai Broom not touching it every time? They've got a huge advantage on the inside. They probably still have that advantage tonight, but since Alabama has moved Nelson to the inside, it feels like that interior defense has been a little better for the Tide. It's been much better. I think that Nelson is definitely a fighter. And sometimes, I will say this, as a big man, it's more difficult to play against a wing player. And Nelson is not a traditional big you know, by any shape of the matter. But it's more difficult to play against a guy who has the agility, that can move his feet, that can front you in the post, that can show different looks, that maybe is lighter, that you have a little bit of alert, that they might take a flop or a charge. So it's hard to play, harder at sometimes to play physical basketball against a guy that has quicker feet. Nelson has done a really good job stepping in, but it's not just going to be what he's going to do defensively. You know, he has the skill set to be an alpha. And early in the season, I think a lot of people saw him doing a lot of really good things, but he has kind of fallen off from the offensive production and turned into a really high-quality glue guy. If Alabama's going to get this win tonight, they're going to need a big performance out of Grant Nelson and also as well to pair him along with the guards. Fantastic insight, Richard Hendricks. See him on the SEC Network. Follow him on Twitter at rhendricks35. Richard, thank you very much for the time. Always great catching up. Thank you, guys. All right, buddy. Talk soon. Richard with us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. Love his insight. Does a great job for the SEC. He, he really does. I, I just don't think Alabama can can match the phys- physicalness under the boards uh, two games in a row. Janai Broom, he leads the league in rebounds. He averages right at nine rebounds a game. Uh, Dylan Car- Caldwell is... Um, um, a factor as well, another big body. In Alabama, they'll get Pringle back. Uh, Nelson's playing down there a lot now. They can throw Wagi. Diabate has become a bigger physical body down low. Um, but unless Alabama shoots the three well with their four guards, I, I don't know if they can match them physically underneath. Seems like Jalen Williams has become you know, a guy that when he has a scoring night like like he can have, yeah. that's when Auburn's unstoppable. Well, I will say, though, uh, they didn't really shut down Tulu Smith against Mississippi State the other night. I mean, he scored 23. He led all scorers in the game. He did. A lot of that felt like it was late. I, I didn't keep up with it. Yeah. Alabama got a heads, uh, like a 20-4 to four run, and it was comfortable the whole game. Well, I was just going to say, you know, Alabama countered that by being 15-48 to 48 from beyond the arc. Yeah. And so Alabama all day long will trade threes for twos with you if, if they can do that. Absolutely. 11-3 is the first meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look, Alabama is averaging 89.9 points a game, virtually 90 points a game, leads the country. 90 points a game is what they're averaging. They beat Auburn at home. 79-75. Well, it was as Bruce Pearl, or Stephen, I think, pointed out, Stephen on the show, Stephen Pearl, that, you know, against Alabama and who was the other? Was it State? I think it was Alabama and State. It was their two worst offensive, you know, metric performances of the year. So Auburn's defense did their job in That's those right. games. They held Alabama 11 points. At yeah. home, 11 points less than what they normally score. And Alabama still hit 11 threes, their average, in that game. And yep. they still scored 11 points less than what they normally score. That's because Auburn's defense holds the, their opponents the best in the league, 38% field goal percentage. Not from three, 38% from anywhere on the floor. That's how good Auburn's defense is. And then they're better at home. Big, big challenge tonight. Got to keep in mind, it's only one game. It's basketball. It's not do or die, but 
Alabama and Auburn tonight, where Auburn's a five-and-a-half-point favorite with our friends at MyBookie.ag. Enjoy the contest with... Uh, the fine folks at Redmond Vodka, Charles Barkley, Auburn legend, his vodka company, Redmond Vodka, where they work on clarity and taste, color and smell, vodka perfection, Redmond Vodka, eight times distilled, live legendary, but live responsibly with our friends at Redmond Vodka there. And also by our friends at the University of Montevallo, if you're looking for a great place for your son or daughter to go to school, do your research. And start by typing in montevallo.edu to learn more about the great institution that is the University of Montevallo. Wonderful academics, great place if you want to be a teacher, a sports broadcaster. Maybe you want to be uh, a business leader. Uh, whatever you want to be, Montevallo can make it happen. And also, if you want to continue your athletic career, you can do that at Montevallo too. 23 NCAA Division II fully funded scholarship sports. It's all at Montevallo. Schedule that in-person tour, montevallo.edu, montevallo.edu. Okay, four downs coming up here. We'll get to that in just a second. A couple other notes for you. Uh, Lance isn't here, but if he was, he'd be excited that Clayton Kershaw has reached a contract deal to come back for his 17th season with the Los Angeles Dodgers. What a career, man. And he's got an option year for one more year to make it 18 years if he wants to do that. It's important for the Dodgers this year because Otani cannot pitch, so they hope to get some numbers out of Kershaw pitching. Kershaw may not be able to pitch until at least the second half of the season, so that adds another element. Down crunch time, but he's that left-hander that can help you when you get to the playoffs down the stretch. Another lifer for his franchise likely looks like it's going to be Jose Altuve, who got a five-year deal. I know a lot of people don't like him, but got a five-year deal with the Astros, $125 million. Uh, that happened uh, yesterday as well. And I'll ask you this question. Okay. How many holy ones have you had in your life? Zero. Zero. What about Mikey? Oh, Lots. lots. Lots? I would say wow. lots. closer like, to 10, I think. Oh, wow. crap. See, like Over five. Prime Minister of North Korea? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brown, how many of you had? <laughs> yeah, eight holes in one, uh, E.G. More of a dictator than a prime yeah, minister, yeah. not Mikey. Yeah. But yeah. South yeah. Korea. Uh, I've had two in my life, Jim. Two in your life. Yeah. Uh, let, me just, let me just run through. Um, Tiger Woods uh, says he's had 20. I would believe that. Three That's of, actually kind of low. Three of those on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Uh, Arnold Palmer said he had 21. Okay. 21. Jack Nicholas said he had 20. Phil Mickelson, in an uh, interview with Liv, says he has 47. Yeah, 47? That's, a, that's Phil. Yeah. Mean, Five of them on the PGA Tour, but he yeah. says 47. Not that I'm counting. 47. Well, kind of 20? Yeah, I mean, when do you stop counting? <laughs> yeah, so, I, don't, I don't really know. That's quick question. Uh, you believe Phil or not? I mean, it's Phil. Bobby, 47's a lot, but the guy's a good player, too. That's a lot. I mean, Tiger had 20. He's like Tiger double admits Tiger. to 20. Jack admits to 20. Arnie yeah. admits to 21. Phil, Phil Mickelson's had 47. You believe him or not? I I want to, but I just, I don't I don't know. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. I mean, yeah. Again, I feel like I'm listening to Kim Jong-un. Yeah, we had eighteen in one round. They quit golf. He, was he quit yeah. golf. I can't get any better yeah. than eighteen holes this in one. Great fun. Yes. It's supposed to be competitive. Let's do four downs. It is brought to you by our friends at Slice. Emily Grace has them for us today. Brandy, tell us about the great folks at Slice. Jim, there are four great locations: Slice Pizza. Phil Mickelson says there's five. Phil Mickelson <laughs> says you can slice anywhere in America. Uh, great original pizzas. My favorite is the Soul Pie, which includes those black eyed peas, the turnip greens, the Connecticut sausage. I get it. When 
with no onions. That hot mama is fantastic, too. Wing and a prayer. Uh, the barbecue beef brisket. Oof, such good pizzas. SliceBirmingham.com to find the location nearest you. SliceBirmingham.com. First down. Okay. Who in the office would be a secret agent slash living a double life? I, I feel like I say Tyler to all of these. Um, I'm going to go Melton. I think Melton could be... So here's why Melton could be a great double agent. If I were going to... He, he, he blends in the crowd. That, that's why. Uh, because like they would never pick this guy to be the, he uh, the, blend the double in. agent. Because he, he doesn't blend in at all. Melton's like... He's like 7'3". And stands out in every crowd. So Melton would be the perfect double agent. Because I would never see that coming. I'd be like, oh, that's not the guy I would have picked. He's like hiding in plain sight. He's hiding in plain sight. That's the way you would want it. Well, I think um, as, we, as we do often with these questions, I would be the worst double agent. Yeah. Because you would tell everybody. Because I wouldn't trust. I, I would feel like both sides were trying to stab you, me in the back. Do you know about my secret identity? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've told you yet. You don't. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. Never mind. Well, never mind. I brought that up. I should not have brought that up. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I, was, I thought I was talking to my other agency. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Second down. What athlete has stayed in the game too long? That was what inspired this question. Yeah. Uh, Clayton oh. Kershaw. <laughs> it sounds like you're popping champagne on the side <laughs> of the studio. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Another problem. There, there um, stay too long. I mean, I hate to say that about Kershaw. He's had a good career, but I, I mean, by and large, is remembered for his postseason failures, unfortunately. Well, and I, technically, I, it could be Phil Mickelson. I hope he hasn't stayed too long, Kershaw. It could be Mickelson. Mickelson just made a good run, though, a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. Well, he won a major at age yeah. 51, yeah. so it's hard That's to say cool. you've stayed too long when you're winning a major at age 51. So I take that back. Yeah. Um... I mean, Kershaw's a good example, but man, if you Forrester says JT Daniels. Gary, Gary says the Miami tight end yeah. played here number nine. JT Daniels is a good okay. answer. Um, I have two. Okay. Matt Ryan and Connor McGregor. The actor? I know, exactly. Yeah. Matt Ryan is an announcer now, though. I know, but he stayed too long. He stayed was that too one long. year with the Colts was too much for you? Well, or was it with his time I mean, with I, the Falcons? Time with the Falcons. I yeah. think it says more about the organization around him because what was it? he had over four thousand yards every year since like two thousand eleven. Yeah. There's a chance Russell Wilson has. Well, I mean, it did look like it early and then late this year. In the middle, he kind of you know became Russ again, but Had a er, yeah, early and late with Denver, it just did not look great this year. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go non-player. Al Michaels, maybe. Ah, interesting. It's one of the greatest of all time, but it has not been great of late. Yeah, he's getting bad press yeah. lately. Yes, Julio is. Jones is a good guess yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Pool with the Angels. Yeah, he's like a two twelve hitter until last year with the Cardinals, which he was good. Julio Franco. Yeah, good answers. Okay. Oh, brilliant. third down. Other? A, lot, a lot of Julio Jones in the chat room there. Yeah. Rogers. Uh, Albert Pujols to the Angels. That did start, and he came back to the Cardinals, and it, it was one year. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, but that that time with the Angels was not great. Not good. That's a lot of baseball in like a short amount of time. I like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Other than wings, what's something that must be on your menu Sunday? I do like wings. I don't. I don't usually search them out. But I do like that. I, I think uh, so. <laughs> search them out. Oh, hi. We have weeks. I, uh, I I would say football dip. My wife does a really good football dip with the cheese and the rotel yeah. and the ground beef or ground sausage. Yeah, I like that. Oh, I need that menu. Uh, that recipe. Okay. I'll get so Jennifer to send you, it, Maggie. Yeah, or you can uh, just invite me to your house. Because no, we, no, we, we always do a buffalo chicken dip. I which, love buff dip. 
I just I don't love it. You know the love do Maggie like, loves making it. Do you like it out? So as as a good husband, I eat it. Do you like caramel and toffee? Oh God, brown. Oh, I got to send is you my that love one. language. Oh, is so it? Uh, yes. I got to send you the dip Jennifer makes. I will. Yeah. I will get her to send you the recipe. It's not hard to do. Now, what do you drag through that? Green well, apples. It's made or? to drag apples through. Oh, yeah. And I tell you what, I, so yummy. Let me give you the cheat code. I get the mini Nilla wafers oh, and I do yes. that with them. Yes, phenomenal. Yeah. I do uh, love hot dogs. G Kerbo. Yeah. Jerkabo, I love a good hot dog. Oh, Jerkabo. Oh, Jerkabo, I love a good hot dog. Fourth right. down. So today is Garth Brooks's birthday, as well as John Deere. Who is the more tractor? Yes. She sent me a John Deere letter. <laughs> I love that line. Who is more appreciated by Southerners, Garth Brooks or John Deere? It's probably John Deere, honestly. Can I give you guys some facts about both? Uh, sure. Yeah, hold on. Uh, Garth Better Brooks, JD, John Deere, Jim Dunaway. Uh, Garth Brooks, <laughs> friends in low places. Uh, but John Deere has its own colors. John Deere green. It is John Deere green. Yeah. I mean, I don't. This is a tough question, but I think I'd probably go John Deere. Yeah. I think there are probably some old school country boys that think Garth is just a little not country enough. Not you know, country it's not Merle. Yeah. And stuff like that. I love Garth Brooks. Don't I get me wrong. Too. Puts on a great show. Yeah. Call him Baton Rouge. This JD, he had the first steel plow in 1837. John Deere did? Yeah. So John Deere's a real person. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Real person. Plow man. In 1998, his company hit one billion. One billion? One billion. What year? 1998. Oh, it didn't do it until 98. (laughs) Took y'all that long? (laughs) I mean, by God, y'all only hit a billion? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Garth ain't going to hit a billion. Yep. He's he's pretty rich, but I don't think he's going to hit a billion. No. John Deere doesn't know how to spell his last name, though. Too many E's. Right? D-E-E-R-E? Yeah. yeah, it's three E's. I guess one extra E. It's a bonus E. Yeah. It's three yeah. E's. Like How would you, you want it spelled? Just I, I'm just saying, I think we pay for that E. Those John okay. Deere's are not cheap. It's more E's than Dunaway's baseball yeah. career. <laughs> that is, uh, yes, that is uh, Four Downs brought to you by our friends at Slice. A couple other birthdays today. Uh, I was going to go with Garth Brooks if Lance was here. Better because he, today was my day to do Four Downs and she bailed me out. Uh, better career. How would Lance? Let's everybody answer. Garth Brooks or Aaron Donald? No, no, no. Today, both of these birthdays today, everybody answer how Lance would answer. Garth Brooks or Matt Stafford? Well, the guys won a Super Bowl. Okay, well, now, before you guys say Garth Brooks, let me give you Matt Stafford. Yes. Garth Brooks has never even competed for I mean, a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's got to be Garth. Uh, I don't know, dude. I mean, he, I think even Lance would go Garth over Matt Garth Stafford. Garth didn't play the SEC, yeah. did he? <laughs> he did not. <laughs> He's Oklahoma State. Chris Rock, Ashton Kutcher, both birthdays today. Better career. Chris Rock. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher has a good uh, investment career. Yeah, but uh, Chris Rock entertainment career is better. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, uh, we need to we need to have a little definitive of what, what we decide is career. <laughs> sometimes yeah. we go money, sometimes <laughs> we go recognition, sometimes we go It does get confusing at times. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so Kutcher, like, I mean, Kutcher does a lot of uh, God's work uh, helping uh, sex trafficking right he now. He does. Yeah, yeah, that right now. I was not including that in the discussion. But I, I do but, love yeah. Chris Rock early days. Amazing. They're both great. Rock, it's been a while, though, since Chris Rock really hit a home run with me in his new videos like his last tour through birmingham it's like a slap in the face isn't it yeah it's like maybe he stayed or stayed around too long he's got it wow. good uh Jeez. steve nash or james spader both birthdays yeah, it's a good birthday, uh, i'd go steve nash actually MVP. it's unfortunate to see what happened to james spader you had that great head of hair and then just all hell went loose um yeah. what do you say oh i'm not saying anything i i'm, I'm the pot buddy uh he had great hair uh, yep. Like a sex symbol, and then he turns into Blacklist, and he's just the old bald man. I only was, know him Blacklist. Wasn't he? Um, 
wasn't he the cokehead in um, that eighties movie where everybody did cocaine? <laughs> oh, that, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, no, he was in Seinfeld. He was the uh, alcoholic who yeah. worked at the uh, Baskin Robbins. <laughs> he, he hated his job, did he? Yeah. Where's that rum raisin? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is it. That is uh, our four downs today. When we come back, Emily Grace is going to hang around and give us trash. We'll uh, let you hear a little bit more from Nate Oates and Bruce Pearl before the big game happening tonight. And uh, we'll recap anything else you need to going on in sports. That's being brought to you today by our friends at Champy's, world-famous fried chicken. Champy'sChicken.com, Highway 119 in Alabaster. Uh, Forrester is going to show you that great picture right there. Mississippi Delta Recipe tamales right there at the top. Southern fried chicken right in the middle with all the wonderful sides and includes some great baked beans and other great foods there. Brined overnight, cooked to order, comes out steaming hot, piping hot. Hand-cut chicken fingers, perfect to watch the big game this weekend. Great bar area, family atmospheres, Champy's Chicken, Highway 119 in Alabaster. Follow Brownie on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan Brown Live. For more than 40 years, Red Wing Shoes has been helping the hardworking people of Alabama. This is why Red Wing Shoes has created the three-step comfort solution. Step one, a certified fit specialist will use a 3D scan to electronically measure your feet and arches. Step two, the fit specialist helps you get the appropriate footwear for your occupation. Step three, customize your boot or shoe with a Red Wing orthotic. Whether you have a high arch or flat feet, Red Wing has comfort solutions for you. So experience comfort at its best. Visit one of the Red Wing Shoe stores located in Pelham or Trussville. Hey, if you're looking for Birmingham's best pizza, you need to stop in and see our friends at Slice Pizza and Brew. It's as local as you can get from the ingredients that go into every pizza to the beer on tap. For a great lunch or dinner, go see our friends today, Vestavia or Lakeview at Slice. Make sure to start your day at nextroundlive.com. Get caught up on the latest podcasts and videos from the live daily show plus specialty shows such as the Mystery Fifth Hour. You can also learn more about the whole staff at Double Down Media, find all of our social media feeds, see the latest videos from our YouTube channel and gaming channel, plus find other ways to consume the show like the Next Round mobile app, which you can download direct from the site via your iOS and Android device. Make nextroundlive.com your homepage and stay up to date with everything from us here at the Next Round. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205-542-3531. It's Storm Restoration Roofing. Let's face it, a home is one of the most powerful assets you can have, and our friends at Mortgage Right want to help you build wealth through home ownership. Mortgage Right is all about providing competitive rates, a variety of loan products, and a multitude of resources for a seamless home buying experience. They treat their borrowers like family and are always looking to bring more happy homeowners under their roof. See more by visiting mortgageright.com slash TNR today and start living. That's mortgageright.com slash TNR. NMLS 2239 equal housing lender. 
Hey, Ryan Brown here from the next round. Do you want to help pay for my kid's college and look great while you're doing it? You need to go to the next round store. Everything from hats to short sleeve and long sleeve t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, zip up hoodies, and much more. And we're adding new things all the time. Why would you not want to see my kids get a great college education and look great out in the public while you're doing it? Get the gear we wear all the time on the show. And there's only one place to get it. Next round dot store. That's next round dot store. All right, five-star athlete Terry Bussey to Texas A&M. Wide receiver uh, Bethel Roman uh, made his commitment today, and I think he went to Texas A&M too. Is that correct? Four-star wide receiver. Uh, we'll check that out. And then, of course, Ryan Williams signed with Alabama. That's the National Signing Day stuff. But back to Alabama and Auburn basketball. Uh, we had Taylor Korn live from Neville Arena earlier in the show. You've heard a lot from Nate and Bruce Pearl. Rockstar, let's go uh, first off, cut number three on Nate Oates. Uh, getting asked yesterday if this is the best coaching job he's done in his time at Alabama. Let's listen in. Given that you mentioned the turnover on this roster and given, you know, maybe Charles Bediaco's unexpected at departure to start, is this one of your best coaching jobs, do you feel like, you've, you've had since you've been here? I, I'm probably not the one to judge that, to be honest with you, but I'm just trying to not have a collapse here in the second half of conference play. We think as soon as you start feeling like you're doing a great job coaching, the sky starts falling, so... Listen, uh, I'll give you a really good self-evaluation of that after the season's over. It's been a, um, a learning curve for myself, the new staff, the team, but I think we're headed the right direction. We just we got to keep this thing rolling. You know, there's a lot of games left to be played, so I don't think anybody should be evaluating any job anybody's done, players or coaches, until we get a lot more games under our belt here. Well, the answer is yes. He won't say yes, but the answer is yes. I mean, this guy lost his entire staff in the offseason, right? All three assistants right. in the offseason. Had to rebuild that while still get recruiting done. Basically rework a, a roster to a certain extent. I mean, you got you know Mark Sears back, Ryan Griffin back, with a lot of new faces on there. Lose Brandon Miller and Charles Bediaco, and is still halfway through the season leading the SEC. That's a heck of a coaching job. Yeah. Now, you were at Auburn yesterday. I was. And this is your interview with Chad Baker-Mazzaro. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy has turned in, even though he's a newcomer. To me, he's sort of a little bit of the heartbeat of this he team is. at times. He is. And obviously, we're all familiar with what he did at Ole Miss at the half by calling the players only halftime. And you have to have so much faith, not only in yourself, you really but I have the question, if that second half had not turned out to be one of their best halves in basketball thus far. Do you put blame on him because he was bringing the intensity and the team around him didn't? Or do you blame, like, what happens there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that has yeah. to go really correctly. Because it it's yeah. a gamble. It's got to go well. Yeah. Like, like Steven said yesterday, he kicked BP out of the locker room. That's a ballsy move it to is. begin with. And then yeah. you got to back it up yes. once you do that. Yeah. And luckily, the team did back it up. But then, you know, do you still count it as a win for him, if, even if they don't come out and right. win the second half, but they still showed better intensity? Like, what, what are the markers and the parameters on something like that? Yeah. So, with that said, Chad Baker talking about the um, last trip. 
to Tuscaloosa and how they let one they felt like slip away, a chance to win in Tuscaloosa, and how it could impact the game tonight down at Neville Arena. I feel like we wasn't as locked in. We let like the little of the outside let us bother us a little bit and just make sure we run our stuff. Yeah, I think we let them bother us a little bit. You know, they're playing a little bit more physical, I feel like, and we let that get to our head, but I said, now they're coming to the jungle. So we'll see how it goes. Now You're they're the coming. jungle, baby. Now they're coming to the jungle. <laughs> hey, uh, a reminder, the tip-off of uh, the, the hula bows happening <laughs> later, later tonight. I like this one. One thing he said, and I, I know EG probably heard it, was he was like, I knew I got intense because I didn't realize it, but they told me later I started speaking yes. in Spanish. <laughs> they were like, he's, and he said to us, he said they had to tell me English, English, English. English. We don't know what you're, saying. What you're saying. Yeah. All right. It is time for trash. Andy Kennedy's coming up at 1145. I say that for... Uh, can be quick for be me quick. as be much quick. as anybody else. It's brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Right. Hit it, Rockstar. Hey, boys. So you got USFL <laughs> football coming to town this weekend, huh? You excited about that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> LT's Trash is presented by Mortgage Right. Mortgages done the right way. Daryl Johnston on the show earlier today, Rockstar. I saw that. Yeah. Um, Mortgage Right wants to remind you your first stop if you're looking to buy a house, refinance your house is mortgageright.com slash TNR. Veteran owned, veteran operated. So they've also got group programs for those men and women who have served so bravely in the United States military. See more at mortgageright.com slash TNR, NMLS 2239, equal housing lender, EG. Okay. I don't agree with this first one, and I'm okay. going to okay. intrigued to see what you guys say. Not an endorsement. Seven things boomers still spend money on that millennials and Gen Z don't. Am I? A, I'm not a boomer. No, you I'm guys not. are boomer. One. Ends at sixty. Okay, I am not a boomer. 62, then. 62, Thankfully, all right. The let's year, go. yeah, or the age, the being born, being oh, born. Okay, 62, yeah. Even I'm, even I'm not. <laughs> even Jim's um, not a boomer. Whew, I right. got that out of the way. I, I thought it was sixty-six. So right? this is our right. parents' generation. Parents okay. that, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cable yeah. TV. I'm right there, by the way. Well, we're going back to cable TV. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but I don't do cable. so I don't, I don't, I don't either. I don't but, either. But the story yeah. earlier, basically, we're going back to it. All right. Landlines. Uh, nope. I, I have not had a landline in my house in probably 20 years. Oh, 10 years wow. for me, yeah. We still have a landline. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think it's something of my dad's business, though, yeah. that you have to have a landline. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Print media. I still consume print media. Um, what print media do you consume? Coffee table books. <laughs> like... Those just, are books. That's, that's print media. Uh, what, you, what coffee table book? Like a <laughs> yeah, like like um, glamour. Big yeah, Bopper. yeah, but, like, like uh, glamour Tiger magazine Beat. and you know things like that is I would call print, yeah, media, print media something that's out monthly, not books. I You're, mean, I have a college football coffee table book. Okay, I have a uh, the Crown and Vogue, Princess what? Diana. Everybody gets coffee. the Crown. Duh. Yeah. yeah. And I do have like Southern. My mom gets like Southern Living. They okay. still print Southern Living. Yes. Okay. Oh, Southern yeah. Brown. Southern okay. Living. That's gonna be it. I did yeah. not know that. Um, Guns and ammo. G- uh, yeah. Garden and gun. <laughs> yeah. Garden and gun. Now we car do. Car. Uh, my home <laughs> gets all track. of those. <laughs> we, I'm not we, kidding. We do. No joke. We do when we go on a beach trip. 
um, Maggie and I will swing by a local local Publix and pull up an Us and yeah, and weekly. Just all the gossip yeah. stuff. We sit you there know, for years I call talk it, about people. For years I call. Can it, you believe she's with him? I used to think that was U.S. Weekly. I would so call. That, I would call it U.S. Weekly. Yeah, yeah. and um, somebody's like, you know, that's Us Weekly, right? I did not know that. Yeah, I still can. And then the second one, I actually recently sent one of these a greeting card. Uh, uh, we do holiday cards. Yeah. 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 yeah, we do Christmas cards as well. So I, I don't know why I call it holiday no, I think cards. Christmas they're cards. Going no, this to like is, the drugstore yeah. doing a Valentine's yeah. card. I have Valentine's yeah. Day cards ready to send to my friends. Now, my wife bought some of these last night for my daughter's teachers. Yeah. Um, but I, I'll tell you something I do. I don't do it as often as I should, but I've got uh, this makes me sound super old. But I've got st- personalized stationery, just yes. a little card, and I'll write a handwritten letter to people. Yes, yeah. I got personalized stationery for Christmas. Yeah. I've got personalized stationery. I think we should all use it more. Well, I, I, I haven't used that Jennifer made for me. I know my wife gave it to yeah. you and Lance for Christmas one year. Yep. I remember that. Gift. I think a thank you note and a handwritten note go so far. Yeah, I try to do some handwritten notes to people that have been meaningful or do something kind for me yep. and, as a thank you. I just sent one, one uh, on you? that stationery since you, your yeah. wife gave it to me. Yeah. Did you send it to the person that gave it to you? Yeah, Jennifer, no, thank I did you not. for this. Did you send it to Nick Saban. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> Nick Saban. I just sent it to Nick and Terry. Did you really? Yeah. Wait, when you, like in the last month? Uh, no. no Dearest, well, this would be a great time. Going into the year. Dearest yeah. Nikki, this tear stain letter. Finds you well. I hope this tear stain letter finds you well. It's Jim, again. The enemy from the south is closing in. Please don't retire. They've got us surrounded. All right, next one. Specialty home appliances. So this is espresso machines, coffee machines, bread makers. I do not agree with this at all. I yeah. feel like people are consuming this, especially my age, even more. Oh, the old air fryer is hot right now. Everybody's oh, got yeah. one of those. Mm-hmm. And we got one of those Keurig deals. Uh, we had Keurig, got rid of that because it doesn't make great coffee. Um, I'm not a, a coffee snob. We have an adult coffee maker uh, adult. That, that makes a lot of coffee. Oh. Um, this coffee's rated X. Yeah. What is adult coffee? We do have air fryer. Uh, no, like, it's just it's more than just one cup. Yeah, at a time. it's not. A, it's not yeah. a. It's something that a uh, coffee snob would want. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. Then we've got some that you pour over. Oh, I got some French presses. My wife bought one of those because they came back. Uh, she, uh, my daughter was at Guatemala on a mission trip. She came back with Guatemalan coffee, coffee mm-hmm. but it's ground coffee. And we're like, well, what? I can't put this in the Keurig. What am I supposed to do with this? So they went out and bought one of those deals where you put the little filter in mm-hmm. and you heat it and you pour it. And I'm like, that is a lot of work. Pour over French press. Yeah, just give me a that. Diet Coke. Because you do that and then you press it down. Yeah. Squeeze uh, out the, the I beans. got zero interest in that. No. It did smell good, though. All right, larger vehicles. I don't agree with this either. Yeah, SUVs. So right. this is anti-EG today. Yeah, it is. I don't think that people are not buying large vehicles. Oh, no, I are want oh, a large yeah. vehicle. Yeah, they're, they're, safer in Rex. And yeah. for so that new car you're in, it's not enough for you. You want a bigger one? No, I think I like I like that car a lot, yeah. but I want to keep gradually getting larger vehicles. Mm-hmm. Feel safer on the roads. Yep, you should. All right, in-store shopping. I love an in-store shopping experience. Yeah. My wife's still doing that. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Um, sadly, I don't 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 do it as much anymore. It's just so convenient. I think online. some things are more convenient online, but I just don't like leaving home. That's my deal. Okay, I have a Costco couch, and this one is about a Costco couch. Woman returns Costco couch after two years. Test limits of return policy. I just didn't like it anymore. They gave her a full refund. I mean, that's absurd. Full refund. That's gaming. I mean, that that woman's cheap and she's cheating the system. That's right. Don't be smirking on my TV screen. Uh -uh. Yeah. I don't have time for it. Decorate your damn wall. Yeah, really. 
to yeah. make matters. She probably did. She took the pictures back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she living in a tiny house? To make matters worse, she didn't even have a receipt. She made mm. the worker look up the date of purchase. Yes. And a, they still gave her a full refund. Horse crap. Horse crap. I do yes. have a Costco couch and it's wonderful. So, yeah. yeah. Workplace TV shows that perfectly capture the industries they're set in. Let me know if you guys have seen these. Okay. The newsroom, Dunaway. Dunaway. You. Um, I mean that. I mean no, it's not exactly <laughs> right. Um, it's not exactly right, but uh, there were some nuances to that. Um, it was a great show. It was a great show. What would you give it uh, in terms of accuracy? Um, um, if ten is is perfectly accurate, I would say the highest. I would Negative say two. I would say seven point five. Oh, okay. that's not bad. All right. Yeah. We're not in the tech industry, but Silicon Valley. Um, I never watched uh, that. People say it's really funny. Oh, it's, it's really hilarious. TJ, I watched, really, TJ is that show. Yeah. yeah, I watched the whole thing. Um, I've never been in that industry. I was in the first industry, so I don't know how realistic it is. So I, too, will put that at 7.5. What was his name in the show? Yeah, I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> Johnny. Um, it was one word. Oh, um, one word name. <laughs> uh, I think I'm the only Nylander? <laughs> is it Nylander? Is something? It's something. Never mind. Go ahead. Uh, I'm derail. Go ahead. The morning show. Um, well, this no, is just like the newsroom. It's way over the top. Yeah, I so have it. Seven point five. That way, you're not giving back grade anything. I've watched it, and it's some of the stuff. And I haven't even worked in TV that much. I go, I do TV uh, thirty minutes every week, right at thirty three forty. And I even I'm like, come on now, that's not the least bit realistic. Yeah. Abbott Elementary. I've never taught elementary school. I don't know. Uh, I've only watched one episode of this. Could you be like 7.5? I liked it. I liked it. It did have kids age appropriate, so I'd say 7.5. 7.5, 7. right? 7.5. Jim gets 7.5. And then we've got the bear. I've never uh, worked in a restaurant, but no, God, no. it makes it look miserable. It does. Um, I think I would just 7. get pissed 5. off saying chef so much. Yes, chef. Yes, what do you chef. give it, Jim? Thank you, chef. Uh, about a 7.5. <laughs> yes, yes, chef. Yeah. Can um, anyone? Hey, how about I watch all those shows? Though? That's you a really good yeah, Yeah. Can anyone do an Australian accent? Because I feel like that might Jim, be. Jim's perfect. Jim. Good, day, mate. Good day, mate. Is that it? What are you, what are you grilling over there? Better. Is that it? <laughs> Tell me what you're... Pip, Pip, Gubner, you'd like to get a little shrimp on the barbie? Okay. <laughs> get a little shrimp on the barbie? <laughs> awesome Australian. No, it's 1920s Australian. <laughs> well, that fella, I we're going to go out there. We're going to watch the big boxing match and then the horse race. And what then we'll it? go down and see some flappers. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a 7.5. 7.5? 7. I'll take that. Awesome Austra- Australian slang terms you should know. Should I try an Australian accent? I'm on, yeah, I'm do on it, the please. clock. Do it, please. <clears throat> yeah, you're you on, on the, the clock. clock. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, I got to like, get in the mindset. Uh, Are you good at accents? Uh, I can do an English accent. Well, then this is just redneck. Can you do an English accent? <laughs> redneck redneck English. Australian accent? Arvo? 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 Got a cobra. Give me your give me your British accent. Um, <clears throat> Hello, how are you today? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, I'm doing and, all right. How's your mom doing? And mine was King bad. Charles. Yeah. King Charles. King Charles. He's sick Jim right Dunaway. now. Just because you're Quite whispering doesn't make it British. Yeah. <laughs> That That's British. Right. No, you're just this whispering. This is British. No, this is British. British. Okay, that, that, that is more. That is British. That is more. It's more posh British. Yes. Oh, yeah. Windsor. It is a little posh spice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Arvo is an Australian slang for afternoon. Koba, yeah. Australian word for friend. Isky. That was kind of good. An insulated cooler for food and drinks. Full as a goog. <laughs> mm, that means I'm, I'm stuffed. <laughs> very drunk. Yeah, very full. 
Pass rash. Mm, means I. <laughs> go, 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 go. What is it? Pass rash. Hung, hung Long... out with the platypus last night. <laughs> yeah. Red it's irritated so skin. It's so common as a term. <laughs> What? Red irritated skin as a result of the, a... As I said. The old pass rash. <laughs> Root. Oh, Root. You're welcome. No. That is not what that means. Oh, it doesn't? No, what does it mean? No, it's a term for sex. This yeah. one can really get foreigners in trouble. Yeah, that's, why I, that's why I said I you're tell welcome. You, I root for that woman yeah. over there. No, that's what, that's what yeah. they said. Oh, boy. Yeah. Americans coming to Australia telling people which team they root for. Oh. She'll be the apples. Dolphins. The Australian phrase meant everything will be all right. She'll be apples. And it will be. be apples. That yeah. is trash today. Brought to you okay. by our friends at Mortgage Rights. Apparently it is. No time's <laughs> up. Andy Kennedy coming up. Tell us about Mortgage Rights. Uh, MortgageRight.com slash TNR. That needs to be your first stop when you're ready to buy a new home or <coughs> refinance your current home. Excuse me. Uh, MortgageRight.com slash TNR. NMLS 2239. Equal housing <laughs> lender. If you don't like your rate, get the brown special by just coughing. My gosh, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> Right there. Excuse they'll, me. They'll go, oh, you know Brown. Brown. Uh, Andy Kennedy. Uh, big game tonight in Auburn, Alabama and Auburn. Big game at UAB on Thursday night. Number 20, Florida Atlantic. Final four team at Bartow Arena to play UAB. We'll talk to AK next on TNR. Follow Dunaway on Twitter and Instagram at Jim Dunaway. Man, I love a good meal. I'm Jim Dunaway. A good meal is what you get with my friend Sterling at Champy's Chicken on Highway 119 in Alabaster. We're talking great southern fried chicken, wonderful sides, hand-cut chicken fingers, poor boys, and those Mississippi Delta recipe tamales. You've got a perfect menu for everybody. Champy's Chicken is perfect for watching the big game or taking a meal to the lake house, down to the coast, or stay in the restaurant and dine in in a great atmosphere. It's all made fresh to order right there on 119 in Alabaster, Champy's Chicken. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live is dedicated to giving you daily news conferences and practice video from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and around college football. Follow and compare to the sites you used to visit. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Daily Show. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. See more at nextroundlive.com. Fire damage to your home or business is something you never want to consider. Ryan Brown here from the next round. But in the horrible event it happens, Dry Tech is here to help. They respond quickly and will reply to you within 20 minutes when you call 205-637-0143. They're working for you, the customer, not the insurance company. They've got five crews ready to go 24-7. Don't call the insurance company first. Call Dry Tech. Just remember this website, mydrytech.com. That is mydrytech.com. Hey, let me tell you about our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama. Compassionate and comprehensive urological care with 35 physicians, 17 locations across Alabama. Their patient-centered approach to all of your urological needs. Remember, they've got that new men's health center. It is beautiful, helping men with a wide range of sensitive male issues in a comfortable environment. You can always go online, visit urologycentersalabama.com, schedule an appointment with one of their many urologists today. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live is dedicated to giving you daily news conferences and practice video from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and around college football. Follow and compare to the sites you used to visit. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Daily Show. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. See more at nextroundlive.com. 
On the field or in the office, you need a solid team and a strong game plan if you want to beat the competition. Xerox Business Solutions Southeast offers everything from printers to managed IT services, as well as hybrid work hardware solutions through our titanium partnership with Dell. For championship-level office solutions, get Xerox Business Solutions Southeast into your starting lineup. Visit xbssoutheast.com slash win. Touchdown! Okay, Alabama and Auburn tonight. Auburn's a five-and-a-half-point favorite, 6 o'clock. And then on Thursday night, number 20, Florida Atlantic, in town to play UAB. And because of quality of play, um, I'm going to say it's a rivalry game now. Because this, this, these, I think it is. These two teams have, uh, because they're good, uh, have developed a little bit of a rivalry. So this is the crowd. The crowd at Bartow the other day for the Memphis game was tremendous. Um, I think this is the type of atmosphere you need Thursday night at Bartow to give UAB um, that home court advantage you need to beat a team like Florida Atlantic. Well, let's uh, talk to the coach of the UAB Blazers. Coach Andy Kennedy joins us each week, and he does so courtesy of Legacy Credit Union. AK, how are you today? Hey, guys, I'm good. You? Doing fantastic. Uh, I, I know one got away. We're going to talk about the upcoming game, but let's look back real quick. I know it got away from you a little bit in Dallas. You've told us before you were miserable until the next game tips. Um, it, it wasn't a case though of your team like having that Memphis hangover. It was just just a tough fault game. It seemed. Yeah, you know, we came back after Memphis and we snapped North Texas's seventeen game yep. home winning streak. We were behind the majority of the game, as many as seventeen actually in the second half, and continued to grind and fight and got the game to overtime, where we took our first lead uh, of the entire game in overtime. Hard to believe, and came out victorious, and then. We went to, to Dallas trying to get the Texas sweep and uh, against a really good SMU team. We were really efficient offensively when we weren't turning it over. Turnovers ended up being our undoing. We committed 15 on the day, put SMU in a position to make some plays to win the game, and that's exactly what they did. So there really was no hangover at all after Memphis. We just weren't able to be as efficient as you need to be on the road uh, to get the sweep in Texas. When, when you're up basically double digits with 10 minutes to go in the game those really have to stick with you longer though right that you you you're 10 minutes away from a double digit victory and you sort of let it slip away um what do you learn from something like that ak well in our sports you got to keep playing you know they they got this thing called a shot clock you know you can't run it up the middle and and just kind of wind the clock out with a couple of first downs you got to keep playing and uh for us, the 15 turnovers are just ridiculous. You know, we ended up shooting 48% from the field. We didn't get to the foul line as much as we typically do, and we didn't do a great job off our glass, but ultimately it was the turnovers. We play a possessions game. We had some costly ones, and give and give uh, SMU credit, man. They made a couple of really timely shots that put us on our heels. Okay, so here comes Florida Atlantic, nationally ranked Thursday night. It's an 8 o'clock, so plenty of time after work to get there, have a nice dinner. Come to Bartow Arena to watch this classic matchup now. Um, how different is this team from the one we saw last year? I think they're better. Um, you know, last year they had a obviously a phenomenal run to get to all the way to the Final Four. Uh, they returned the majority of those players, and they've actually uh, added some depth along their front line. Kids that were on the team last year that have developed now into into really solid contributors. John L. Davis. Uh, they call him Nelly. 
man, is he something. Um, he's playing at an all-American type level. I don't think there's any question he's the best player in the AAC. He's a, he's a guy that, that I think is, is going to play multiple years in the NBA. He's got a little Jamal Crawford. Remember the great sixth man in the NBA forever? Got a little Jamal Crawford to his game and his ability to truly be a three-level scorer. In league play, they're eight and one. They had their only loss was a two point loss at Charlotte in their second league game. They've since run off seven straight. And and in league play, this kid's averaging around twenty three points, about seven rebounds. His shooting numbers are ridiculously efficient. Fifty five from the field, fifty eight from three, ninety two from the line. Again, if he continues on this pace, I don't think there's any question he'll be a first team All American. And they're a team again. Uh, probably the only one still standing after Memphis's uh, breakdown over the last few weeks. They they righted the ship a little bit by stopping that four-game skid by beating Wichita State, and they've still got time to right the ship. But right now, FAU's the only one out of this league that has the resume as of today to, to be in the at-large conversation. Again, I think Memphis can play their way back into that conversation, and they've still got FAU twice. But FAU is without question the cream of the crop in this league. Uh, we'll have our hands full Thursday, but you know the last time they came in here nationally ranked last year, they came in at 19. They were on a 20-game winning streak, and uh, we we actually handled them and handled them pretty readily. So, uh, huge opportunity for us. I know our guys will be excited. 28th in the Ken Palm, 25th in the net. That's where you find Florida Atlantic. So these aren't just uh, empty words from AK to try to fire a team up. Uh, the the analytics back up what he's saying about this team. And and if I'm not mistaken, you guys are calling for a blackout, right? Uh, let's pack Bartow and everybody wear black? I think so. I think that's what we're doing. We're going straight Johnny Cash. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so do you like Johnny Cash? Are you a Johnny Cash guy? Oh, of course. Who doesn't? Oh, I love Johnny Cash. Did you did you like yeah. Walk the Line, the movie that uh, Joaquin Phoenix did? I did. I did. I did. Uh, yeah, I... I I've got an eclectic musical taste, but I, I like, uh, uh, I'm a little more in the hip hop genre. I love reggae, but I'm a big, big Johnny Cash guy. Yeah. Reggae. Yeah. We talked about Bob Marley yesterday. Was yeah. it his birthday yesterday? Uh, one Love. Yes, it was. One Love, the movie's coming out. Sort of uh, like Walk the Line, but. Yeah. But um, Bob Marley. But Bob Marley. <laughs> Johnny Cash. Well, I think, well, I think we've had. I think we've had. I think we've had uh, this conversation before. If, if 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 we sat down and said, "Okay, name the five most influential people in all of music," uh, Bob Marley would be in my top five. You're talking about really creating a genre and, and making it uh, worldwide. He took it, you know, this little this little thing called reggae off this little island and made it a worldwide phenomenon. I would think he'd be in the top five most influential musicians of all time me too four right ahead of taylor swift at five correct <laughs> did, did, did you ever, I'll, have to, I'll have to i'll have to defer to andy reed on that one <laughs> did, did you ever encounter toby keith did you have any sort of interaction with him i did not man what a great american he is too man yeah uh, my, our heartfelt sentiments go out to his family 62 is too young yeah, yeah, it is. Absolutely. Tough hey, battle with cancer. Hey, uh, back to your team real quick to set the table for Thursday night, uh, FAU in town. Um, the distribution of the basketball has been pretty good lately, though, right? Like Eric Gaines had 10 assists in the loss against SMU. Um, but keeping that ball moving around, it does seem like he draws a lot of attention. Uh, do you like the way he gives it up to other guys? He's been good. His assist to turnover, turnover has been good all season. The issue with him has been just shot-making it consistency and shot making when we beat memphis here a few games back i thought he was the best player on the floor 
He made threes. He made the right decisions. He was under control the entire game, and that's the kind of effort we're going to need out of him uh, tomorrow night. Which, since we've been in league play, we're sitting here at six and three in the American Conference, still very much in control of our own fate. Um, and and our team has gotten much more efficient offensively. We're shooting it better. We're distributing it better. Uh, turnovers have been an issue for us a little bit more so in league play than non-league play. And that cannot be the case tomorrow. FAU is too dynamic on both sides of the ball. We cannot give them extra possessions by us being inefficient with the ball. Is this the best basketball you've seen Butter Johnson play? Yeah, that, yeah, I think he's really, you know, coming into his own about midway through his sophomore season. He's a shot maker. He's confident. We're going to him. And he has really been delivering. All right, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, Bartow Arena, UAB, Florida Atlantic, nationally ranked FAU, huge game in the American Conference for UAB as FAU is tied for the conference lead with South Florida. I will point out South Florida's only loss in conference. Coaches to who? Yeah, we're the only one that beat yep. them, you know, and 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 they're going to be, they're set up, you know, beautifully. I don't know if people, I don't know if we've talked about this, but in, in our league, and initially I was a proponent for it. Now I'm not so sure it's what's best for the overall league. But we went to this thing like a like a, a pod system yeah. as it related to scheduling. And because we were preseason ranked fourth in the league, we're in that top pod, meaning we play FAU, Memphis, Tulane, SMU, North Texas, the other teams around us twice. And I think South Florida was ranked 13th in the preseason. So they're playing the lower level teams twice. They played us one time. We were fortunate enough to get them. They only play Memphis once. They beat Memphis in Memphis, and they've got FAU coming to their building. So things are set up well for them. They're playing good, um, and, and and they're certainly got a favorable schedule to close. All right, everybody go support the Blazers. Wear black, pretend you're Johnny Cash, and uh, go all black. Coach, thank you for the time. Uh, as uh, Johnny Cash said in that uh, in that movie, you look like you're going to a funeral. He says, maybe I am. Maybe I am. Let's make it FAU's funeral uh, tomorrow night. Thank you, Coach. Good luck. Definitely, guys. Thank you. All right, take care. See you next week. Coach Andy Kennedy with us weekly, courtesy of Legacy Credit Union. He appeared on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. Yeah, friends at Legacy, I always want to tell you about their balance transfer. When it comes to the Legacy credit card, you've got a different credit card right now and a high balance, right? Uh, and that's a high interest rate, sometimes in the 20s, high 20s. Transfer that over to a Legacy credit card, and for six months, you get 2.99% annual percentage rate. 8.9% APR new purchases right now. Terms and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. That's our friends at Legacy. LegacyCreditUnion.com. Nine convenient branches in the Birmingham metro area. Go check that out there. Uh, on National Signing Day, uh, I was correct. Four-star wide receiver Ashton Bethel-Roman has picked Texas A&M from uh, Missouri City, Texas. six one one eighty, a four-star wide receiver. Uh, so he's in that class there. Five-star plus wide receiver Ryan Williams signed with Alabama. It means he's a five-star across all services. Uh, he's a top-five player in the 2024 class, and it's a recommitment, but today's the first day for him to sign, and he did that earlier. Um, and he's being called one of the best players in Alabama high school football history by the recruiting services, like Hayes Fawcett calls him that. And he... Um, He's the only Mr. Football, two-time Mr. Football in state history. Um, 
Pat Sullivan, Bo Jackson, Julio Jones, Tony Nathan. I mean, that is a long list of really good high school football players in Alabama history. Terry Bussey, five-star plus athlete, picked Texas A&M today. So Mike Elko, defensive-minded guy, picked up a couple of playmakers on the final day of the signing period here, or the final signing day. Uh, but basketball is front and center tonight. Alabama and Auburn down at Neville Arena. Taylor Corns there. Follow that all day long on social media. Check in afterwards at Next Round Live, and her and I will talk about the outcome of the game, and uh, we'll have fun with that on our social platforms tonight. Set your alerts. Give us a thumbs up. And until next time, God bless you and God bless America.